Hi, and welcome to Podcast My Business, the podcast. And today we have a special guest with Tim from winmoreclients.com.au. Hi, Tim. G'day, Tony. How are you? I'm awesome. How about you? Um, I'm got a bit of a cold, actually. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know. Uh-oh. <laughs> Go get the test. No, the look, I, think it's, I think it's just this time of year, and I did uh, I did catch up with some friends the other night. Um, I, I don't know whether that was actually legal or not, but uh, we were oh, sitting out by a fire pit, and I, I imagine I got a fair, fair lung full of smoke from the burning wood. Oh and, you know, God. I think I think the rule is now you're allowed to go and, and, and see people in small groups um, for health uh, reasons. Two. two, two by two. There we go. So two and, by two by two health reasons. And. Yep, uh, it was can, it was for my mental health. <laughs> absolutely, you can do that if there's only two of you, and then two kids don't count. And because we're doing this interview after Friday, um, it's quite okay. You are legal, so there we go. Wow, that makes the beginning of this podcast quite interesting. Hmm. <laughs> okay, thanks for that. Uh, all right, so I'm going to return favour. Um, you look like a comedian that I recognise. Is it Kenny Kenny from the Dunny movie or that guy from the project? Uh, it's the project. I knew you'd say that. See, I gave you an out. <laughs> there is actually a, there is actually a Tim Hyde the magician as well. And, but you know. Oh. Okay. I, uh, right, well, save my business, save my mag- magical skills for uh, the kitchen and, and business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was about to say the bedroom, but what sort of podcast? Uh, you did anyway, so who cares? <laughs> That's cool. That's good. All right. So today we're talking about marketing automation. And believe me, um, I'm suffering at the moment. I'm pushing out a lot of marketing. Because at the moment, um, I'm telling everyone, don't panic, keep marketing. And with my podcasts, I'm getting lots of requests to do podcasting and I remarket with that and whatever. So automation is pretty damn good. So what sort of business is best to be using, if there's such a thing, marketing automation? Uh, good question. Uh, I'm going to give you a really short answer to this one. Um, as a, there is a more complex one, but the short answer is anyone – any business with relationships can benefit from automation. Great. And when you talk about relationships, that's a business that's got clients. Well, not just clients, Tony. It's uh, it's also stakeholders, staff, um, you know, people who interact with your business, strategic partners. Um, I, <laughs> I have been joking a bit lately and, and, and saying, look, that he who has more relationships gets more sex. Um, and in a business context, that means more relationships equals more customers. Uh, but we tend to get overwhelmed, and that's that's why you know in our you know human to human relationships we tend to focus on one partner, and you know to the exception of all the others because that makes it very easy to focus on on what they need and be able to deliver to to one person. But a business can't survive on one relationship; it's got to have lots of relationships with the different stages of that you know that relationship journey, um, and it's not much different because ultimately people buy from people. As much as, much as we, we, we say, you know, business to consumer or business to government or, you know, business to business, ultimately people buy from people and we need to build a relationship with them so that they know, like and trust us. Now, automation in itself just gives us the ability to scale uh, the number of relationships that we can maintain 
um, and look at how the the repetitive processes that we have, I guess, give them to a machine to execute more reliably on our behalf. Right. Okay. So marketing automation helps us to get more relationships. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Good. So how does that actually work? Do you need to have questionnaires and things like that in order to feed the funnel? Or? Oh, look, I think you can. Um, and that's just sort of one, I guess, implementation of, of how we build relationships. So let's take your podcast, the your comment you made before that you've, you've got lots of these people right now who want to get on the podcast. But, you know, each, if you look at these you know, as a group, there's a there's a process you take every single person through who wants to get on the podcast. And even once you've done the podcast, there's a process by which you follow up to say the podcast has now been completed. Here's the link. Um, you know, this is how you share it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a process that we take every single customer through. Now, business is exactly the same. We have attention that comes in one end. It goes through a bunch of cogs, whirls, whistles, bells, et cetera. And, and profit comes out the back. And along the way, it delivers a customer outcome. But largely, it's the same process we take everybody through each and every time. And the more systemized that is, the more automated that is, the more likely we are to get the same outcome for our customer each time. And customers, you know, want that reliability. They want that consistently. You know, the benchmark of consistently is, is consistency is McDonald's, right? You go right, and anywhere in the world and you get the same burger, the same fries, in fact, I use I came up with a thing years and years ago, which is known now by Harvard Business School, is each country you go to, one of the first things I do is I go to a McDonald's and figure out the cost of a Big Mac in local currency, and that tells me roughly the value in each country. So a bottle of water might be worth $4 in a country, Big Mac's $4, that's value for money. Um, it works really well. Anyway, but what we're talking about here is scalability. So yeah. by having automation, you allow to have less errors and more positive results. Yeah, that's right. And that's what we want to ultimately create. You know, Michael Gerber talks about this a lot in The E-Myth, which is, I think, is one of the compulsory reading books for, for any business owner. But how do we, you know, we want to get out of the cogs. And that's why I sort of use this machine vernacular. Um, if you're in the cogs, you're going to get churned up from time to time. You're going to get your, you know, your fingers caught. It's going to hurt every so often. The more we get out of the machine, the more we work on the machine of our business, the more likely we are to be able to kind of get that consistency of process. And, and if we look at the sort of course of human history, you know, 300 odd years ago before the Industrial Revolution, you know, we had craftsmen doing every single part of a single job. And then we moved on to a conveyor belt and we, you know, we did, one person did the whole thing. And then we worked out that in order to put more throughput, um, that if someone um, did one job really, really well and then passed that thing along the conveyor belt to the next person, that we'd get more output. Um, and then we decided, okay, well, let's automate the pass of, you know, let's put a conveyor belt in to pass the things along. And then we replaced the people with robotic arms and we moved the person, you know, onto the control panel with a stop and go button. And that's what we want to do in our business as well. Because if we keep working on doing everything ourselves and not looking at how we systemize as much as possible and using, I mean, the really cool thing is now that we've got technology that allows us to do a lot of the, 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 the processing work, either the building of something um, 
or the you know the communication to key stakeholders around what it is we do, but allows us to be more efficient and create more as a result. Now, if we want our business to scale, we've got to look at our business very very similar to that you know last three hundred years of human history about how we've evolved to use technology to use machinery to create more than we would otherwise be capable just by ourselves. You know, and if we want oh, to create okay. that bigger impact, you know, this is something we have to do. Okay. So I'm looking at your site and you're talking about problems we solve and you mentioned no systems in place. But another one you have here, no marketing strategy. Seriously, there are businesses out there that don't have a marketing strategy? Uh, yeah, I would say most. <laughs> really? I know it's... I know it's scary to say that. I think there are so many things that we can do right now that people get overwhelmed and, and don't really do anything at all. Um, a lot of businesses will just say, you know, they're, they're, again, something that Gerber talks about, he, he, um, he mentions that most people come into business as technicians. We're good at the thing that our business delivers, not necessarily at sales and marketing. And I think that as, as a business owner, if you're going to focus on anything that you can do in your business, the most important thing is your is, is to focus on your marketing because that's the oxygen. That's the oxygen that feeds everything else. Now, if you don't have it, you don't really have a business. If you do have it but screw other, a few other things up, guess what? Well, you've got a business but it's just a, a potentially inefficient one. Well, that's interesting because, um, yeah, I can't imagine – well, <laughs> I'm in business to make money. Uh, you're in business to make money. How can you make money when people don't know that you exist if you're not marketing and getting the sales? Yeah, well, I was actually watching another podcast this morning, an interview with Dean Jackson um, in the US, and he was interesting. He was saying, you know, how people are dealing with the event um, <laughs> right now, and he was talking about the fact, you know, that, that 20 years ago, I mean, just 20 years ago, not very long, you know, in the late 90s, you know, rolling into 2000, the internet pretty much was a bit of a distraction, right? It was this kind of thing you had on this box that was suddenly placed in front of you at work. And you got to go and search stuff and, and play games. And now it's almost the other way around. Actually, we're, on, we're online so much that the real world, he calls it mainland as opposed to cloudier, uh, cloudier land. And, um, you know, almost the real world is the distraction now. Right? And we've got to change. And I think people who are saying, you know, I've, I've suddenly got, I'm seeing a lot of people right now going, oh, my God, I've got to get online. I've got to get online. I've got to get online. Well, How, yeah. you, you You've got to get online. What yeah. have you been doing for the last 10 years or five years if you're not online? That's right. Well, the thing is, the, the thing that I, I throw back at them is to say, you, you've had to be online for the last 10 years because that's where your customers are. It's not just because we're dealing with COVID right now. You needed to be online for the last 10 years. Uh, but there's so many channels to market. There's so many options. There's so, you know, and marketing is not a, a simple thing. I mean, it is in its, its essence, but the tactical implementation of marketing is not a simple thing anymore, right? To, to set up an effective series of Facebook or Google ads, there's lots of moving parts in order to do so, right? To come up with a coherent strategy that moves that Facebook ad, you know, uh, systematically and, and deliberately through your entire customer journey to where that person becomes a raving fan is not a simple thing because there are lots of moving parts. There are lots of components that go into doing that. And, you know, unless you're kind of in the space every single day of, of, of marketing, um, it can be very, very difficult to do. Uh, I signed actually a, um, 
you know, a marketing agency this morning as a client because they're quite good at websites and they're quite good at SEO. But even though they offer marketing automation as a solution in their business, they really aren't, that's not their wheelhouse. And that's where we need to look at sort of getting uh, specialists into our business to kind of look at the overall strategy about how we move people through and then look at particular tactical implementations that are going to do that. We think that we well, think about Facebook and podcasting and, and you know print and branding and all that sort of of just tools that we use to move people from awareness and how they become aware of us through to how they you know become those raving fans and, and feed us the profit we want to feed, get you know and allow us to create the impact we want to create. Fantastic. Okay, so like I keep telling people, don't panic, keep marketing, which happens to be a title of a podcast that we have at the moment. Okay, so what would be a good strategy or a strategy that someone could implement today that would help them with their marketing? Um, I'm going to give people a really easy one and a really cheap one. Just about everyone is connected to a network right now. Right? It might be 500 people on your Facebook page. It might be 1,000 on your LinkedIn Connect page. And if right now you're looking to create more opportunity, the easiest and cheapest way to do that is to just reach out to every single person you're already connected to and say, hey, how are you going? Is there anything I can help you with right now? And it's that simple. Like on LinkedIn, I don't think we use LinkedIn enough. Um, I've got thousands of followers on LinkedIn and I go through at times reaching out and then not reaching out and whatever. You know, really simple, yeah. Hi, I'm here. How can I help you? Yeah, and that's, it's, that's you're absolutely right. It's not a complex thing. But I think we what we forget is that we start building these relationships with people. All right? We put our brand in front of them. We, you know, we drive past them. We put a, a signboard out on the street. They see us once, right? We connect to people on LinkedIn and Facebook who, are, who represent, you know, people who can buy from us. Um, but then we do nothing with them. And as strategic partners, we do the same thing. We say, hey, Tony, we should refer to each other. And you go, yeah, that's a great idea, Tim. And it sounds like we've got the same customer. And then we do nothing with it. And six months later, we come back and go, why is, why is Tony not referring me anymore? You know, why is Tim not referring me? And it's because we've never built the relationship with them to the point where that person no likes and trusts us in our expertise to go, you need to see this guy because he is a genius at what he does. And the same thing in our in our connections. I was talking to a web developer just the other week. She's got 600 connections on, on LinkedIn. I said, okay, well, let's have a look at where you're going to get new opportunities from. Um, are all those people potential clients? And she says, yes, they are. And I said, well, what typically, how often would someone rebuild their website? And she's gone, well, probably once every five years. And I've gone, well, that's around 120 people per out of your list, right, who on law of averages, uh, in the market this year to build a new website. Let's spread that out. Let's call it 10 per month. Now, 10 of those people this month are in the market to buy what it is that you sell. Now, she sells uh, websites typically ten dollars to $15,000. And even on a, just by reaching out and saying, hey, this is where we are, this is what we do, 10 people are going to say, yeah, I'll have a chat about that. I'm in the market right now. Three of those will buy, you know, on a 30% conversion rate, and she's going to be thirty dollars to $45,000 worth of additional business this month alone. 
It's that simple. All right. So how can we get in touch with you when we um, want to find out more? Look, great way to get in touch with me is just reach out uh, via my Connect page. It's at winmoreclients.com.au forward slash connect. Um, you can reach, you can connect with me there on, on Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, you can jump on a call or, or watch a webinar that I've got there that talks a little bit more around marketing automation and how you can double your business in half as many hours. Great. Thanks so much for that, Tim. And this has been um, the podcast, Podcast My Business.